0: show. The Donnie Tuttle experience, the quest, I don't know what I'm calling this. All I know is I'm getting together with cool people who are on a quest to live lives of purpose uh, and to put that forward into their business to create good in this world through the business that they operate, through the families that they, they live in and through the lives that they lead. I am here with a good friend and someone who is thriving, in the current economy of real estate in a small town of Kearney, nebraska i'm going to welcome the one
1: the only
0: pat slack
1: good morning my friend from florida pat welcome welcome yeah (laughs) that was good good morning thanks for having me
0: yeah man so Carney, Nebraska, I just, I'm going to, I'm going to jump into a few things. And, but um, you are in right now an industry where people are, man, they're scared. There's stuff happening. It's real estate right now. It's January of 2023. I'm sure things will change uh, in the future. Maybe it's better, maybe it's worse. But give me a barometer right now, Pat Slack, for where the industry is at and then for for where you and and your people are at
1: absolutely you know one thing i want to stress here donnie as we talk is every market's different i mean you hear that all the time but a lot of people tend to focus on you know national uh, media or outlets for news things like that and they're given overall broad very broad spectrums of things but every market is totally different so i'm just going to disclose that I'm talking Carney Market, because that's my market right in the surrounding counties. So that's kind of what it is there. But you know what we faced, Donnie, as a as a, you know, owner of a business. And I've experienced something uh, new and adversity every year in my last five years. OK, there's always been something that would come up. And so recently it's been interest rate hikes. That is the scuttlebutt. That is the hotness to this thing. and. We've seen interest rates double in about six months time. And that's the fastest I've ever seen it in my almost 24 year career. But that's that's the talk right now. And with that, everybody panics. It changes payments. It changes pricing a little bit. But with all of that, you got to get into the details of your total market. And that's where market comes into play.
0: Love it. Um, But, you know, before we go too much deeper into this, Pat, I want to know we're going to go we're going to go into business for sure uh we're going to go into real estate i want to hear a little bit about what's happening in the commercial world as well as the residential world and how uh, maybe other people might be able to connect with um, a plan of success but before we do that pat i want to know um what do you love man what are you on fire for right now today
1: i like to see today my my agents succeed my office succeed okay and In order to grow, change is necessary, right? And so we have to focus with what's dealt to us. And change is difficult. Change, you know, I'm not saying I love change, but I'm okay with embracing it. And sometimes with that change, you have to just figure out a new plan, a new system, a new script, and be enthusiastic about it. Being genuine. Be genuine with yourself. That's where I'm at today. That's where I've been at since J1 of 2023. Here we
0: go. (laughs) How how are you um, riding the wave and uh, you know currently with with what's how how do you stay enthusiastic how do you stay connected how do you not panic Pat
1: you know I tap heavily into my sphere of influence okay that's number one and so I have routine and I'm not talking a drip campaign of any kind I'm not emailing I'm not texting I'm picking up the phone we're having conversations. And and honestly, I just check in with them to see what their mindset is, what's going on, because you often learn a lot when you start asking those questions, right? So I check in, or I'll drop in on them. Hey, let's go have a cup of coffee. Let's go do this. No, I do my best work in my pickup. Donnie, you and I have had all those
0: conversations. Yes, (laughs) we have. You know, that's where
1: my strength is at. But those people appreciate it, Donnie. You have to reach out, and you have to maintain that connection. COVID kind of put us in that little bit of a glitch on well, now we actually have relationships, but, you know, that stuff's gone. Come on, man. It should never quit. You just got to yeah. change there again. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, I, I, I like that you went there. I mean, like your center of influence, we all have one. And most of us, like what happens is when when we get shocked a little bit, we get rocked, right? We're on the ropes. People go into fight, flight, or freeze mode, right? It's almost like we're scared. And so we, we do this. And when we do this, we tend not to reach out to people. And when you don't reach out to people, you're literally stopping that flow of circulation, right? That actually can bring in new possibility and new business that's, that's out there. How do you, um, how do, what would you say to someone that might be like maybe shell shocked and they're just covering up how, how can we, how can we stay engaged with our, 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 our core group of people that we've
1: helped? You bet. You know, Donnie, you ask a great question, and I've seen that right here within my office with my own agents. I've seen that with my staff. You know, my staff recognize that uh, times are changing. And what does that mean long term going into the year? You know, my the W-tours, am I going to get a paycheck operationally? Things like that. Now it's never that bad. But, you know, you, you, everybody wonders. OK, and you got to kill that wonder. So what I've been doing personally is. We rely heavily in this office together to have those conversations. It's kind of like wrestling. You're out on the mat on your own, but at the end of the day, you're still a team. And uh, what I've sensed with my group when I put everybody on this bus is those types of personalities to reflect with each other. And I can see the benefit here when times have been tough, especially since COVID. You can see everybody's grown with that how to handle themselves, how to look at themselves in the mirror, digest and dissect that information of processing. Yeah. How,
0: the, you, you do something called power meetings. Yes. Yeah. I know that's one of the ways that you kind of keep the juices flowing and keep people active and moving. And so like maybe to other leaders, uh, can you explain what that is and what what, you, what's, what happens as a result? And I think it's kind of a neat thing that you do.
1: Appreciate you asking that question. And what is that? Maybe
0: Uh, tell us what it is first before. Yeah,
1: I take pride in in those. And essentially what it is, is, you know, in my industry, uh, agents work on a 1099 basis, right? They're independent contractors. So I cannot force uh, these power session trainings, but I call them optional mandatory, Don. But they have figured it out that going there provides a lot of value. And when they leave there, it resets them. And I used to do it once a week. Now it's it's uh, bi-monthly, basically two times a month. That way the content stays good. The refreshing is right at the right point in time. But essentially, what we do and what I provide is, I've got some younger agents, and, and even the reminder for for the veteran agents is, you know, we, we I don't want them to experience the first five years of my career because I had a mentor, but he was not handy. Very good on the phone with me, very good at training with me on the phone. But I had to learn that stuff myself. And I made a lot of mistakes, Donnie, uh, on my own. uh, And I just don't want my people to have to go through that. Let's just talk about it as a roundtable discussion. Some of it's technical, some of it's market, some of it's personality. How do we deal with different personalities? It's a whole whole array of different topics. And I never run out of topics. That's (laughs) one question a lot of folks ask me is, well, how do you set your meetings and stuff? The topics flow. We just, whatever I hear somebody dealing with or an agent may request of me to talk about, that's what we go with, you know? So I keep it to the time, to the time, to the time, current situation evaluation. And it's an hour. Most of the time it does extend in an hour and a half, but I can tell you that my folks leave those meetings, refresh, recharge, nowhere to go, ha- have a little bit of vision for themselves to carry on, to keep going it's kind of like a pep rally
0: mm. it's Really well, pep rally every other week um yeah it is interesting and, and, too by the way if you had a daily pep rally it's almost like that's too much right weekly is too much but you found that balance to yeah. be every other week sounds like
1: yep for my office it is and you know the question you asked me donnie was what what, what does it do for everybody well it it, it it provides that recharge and i think it's necessary to have that recharge because i did find out during covid when people weren't coming to the office regularly they suffered they suffered they suffered their clients suffered my staff suffered you you have to have that connection it is you got to think the whole forest rather than what's just in front of you with the trees man Mm. and if you get the whole forest in mind and keep everybody on that vision the bus drives in the right lane very smoothly
0: yeah yeah that's good um have you ever had like i'm sure it wasn't like hey The moment we're going to call these things power sessions and we're going to do these, I'm sure it wasn't just like perfect. Do you ever have any mess ups or like like any any big flubs or any 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 (laughs) difficulties in and making this a part of your staple?
1: Yeah, I normally don't have a hard time speaking, Donnie, but they actually made me very nervous because I was always worried about what kind of content to provide. Right. I wanted successful meetings like this because that's when you get people to attend. When you start bringing zero value to these meetings, you get zero attendance. I mean, it's yeah. just what it is. So you have. What was your worst one? It was my worst one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I get started in there and I thought I had this, you know, I prepared for like a, a couple hours for this thing. I was ready to rock and roll and nobody wanted to hear the content. It was like, this is old <laughs> news. This is like, I was like behind on the times. That's where I learned right then and there is to seek out and see what you guys want to. What, oh, what, what were they doing?
0: Like, how, like, what were they rolling their eyes or like throwing paper at you oh, yeah. or what was you happening? You could
1: just tell there was no enthusiasm. It was like, why are we even meeting? It was just, it was horrible. And I felt like, oh man, that was, you know, but you learn from those experience, but you know, do you're you, in a room, you're we're in a conference room, Donnie, and it's, you, you got 12 people around you and it's, they're all kind of staring at you what you're going to do next. I mean, Crickets, but I have learned it. that you got to yeah. become a little bit vulnerable in those situations, and I found by doing so that th- that actually brings the roundtable discussion with everybody together a lot easier. Like,
0: give, give an example like of that.
1: Uh, you know, nobody wants to admit their faults or their mistakes, and so oftentimes, and I'll use myself, uh, and I'm I no God's gift to real estate. By no means, I've had to learn it. I went to the school of hard knocks to get it too. But uh, I tell them my mistakes and the ones that's cost me money and things like that, just so they can learn from my, my experience and my hardship that I had at that time. And it's hard to talk about that uh, and and buck up to that, that, yeah, I messed up.
0: So do you, do you now like almost go into every session with a vulnerability story or, or a time where it didn't go right for you now? Is that like a part of your strategy?
1: I do. I do. And I want to share one just recently, in fact, because this is a good one. Yeah. Um, about 10 years ago, I sold a property out in the country. It was a beautiful acreage, right? We had to do some surveying on it to get a new legal description provided for the contract and for final close. Well, for as many eyeballs that see this stuff, right? Uh, the legal description was wrong. Got past my eyeballs, got past the surveyor, got past the title company, got past both buyer and seller. Well, guess what? They decided to sell it fast forward 10 years That's normally when you find these mistakes, right? When they go to retransfer it, especially on a legal description. And that buyer that purchased that had passed away, went to heaven. The seller that had sold it passed away and went to heaven. The title company that was involved was no longer around. The attorney that was around that did the paperwork was no longer around. So I was last man standing, okay? (laughs) I was last man standing. And with the last man standing, all this knowledge is gone. It was 10 years ago. So that file has been purged, right? So I had to start over. Well, guess who's accountable for it with last man standing? There was nobody to blame, but yours truly. So it cost me a couple thousand dollars to get it resurveyed, redeed the thing, correct the thing for the kids who had inherited this property and none of them- For something 10 years ago. I mean, so I had to correct it myself and it cost me. It just, just one of those things. It was an error mission, Not, it, nothing was knowingly, nobody was upset, but you know, I felt guilty. I felt the accountability and I did it. And, and by the way, they've referred me to people since then. So, so sometimes uh, somebody's pain is a gain on the other end as well.
0: I, yeah, I think uh, one of the things I see from you is always that positive approach. Like even, even, yeah. even when you lose, you still win, right? You're still rolling forward um, you're stumbling uphill, so to speak. So sounds like another example of that. Can you, can you talk? Well, I want to hear about ride alongs. I want to hear about, uh, I want to hear about time and family balance and just like, like life adventures. Um, but before we do that, I was hoping, I was hoping you, you'd have a little bit of fun with me, Patrick Slack.
1: You know me, Donnie. I'm always here.
0: I do know you. So like, so this is, this is spur the moment. You can, you can decline, but I don't think that you will because, <laughs> because the audience will, we just, I don't, I don't know how, I don't know how we'd respond. I'm just, uh, so in another life and, and actually even in your current life, you still are, um, you're an auctioneer.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, and I, and I was wondering, um, Pat, if, if, uh, I have a couple of items here, uh, for auction and um here it comes the
1: old push button wind up toy
0: i was wondering if if i don't know i don't know if you can just if you can just push that button and it just comes on but i'm just kind of wondering um if pat slack can uh if you can sell if you can auction off any item pick an item okay i can do that where are we going
1: Hey, all right, folks, look at here. We got an iPhone. What is that, Donnie, iPhone 12, 13? Here we go. How many pro. dollars on let's go. I think it's a 12. Buy it and like it. How many dollars on it, let's roll. Somebody made thousand bucks, right quick. thousand a bid, thousand to buy. He says yes, now 1100. Eleven hundred dollars on them now. Eleven thousand here. Eleven now. Twelve and twelve hundred dollars on them now. Thirteen where it twelve on them now. Thirteen hundred on them now. 14, 14 now. Give me fifteen and now sixteen hundred. Sixteen hundred going once. It fifteen hundred on them now. Sixteen hundred on them now. Seventeen new blood. It's seventeen hundred. It sixteen on them now. Seventeen all in all done. Sixteen on them now. Seventeen hundred dollars I have. Sold it. Sixteen hundred dollars. <sighs> Put them on my buyer number five two uh... The buyer next item. Let's go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i love it so i don't like who, that wasn't bad
1: for starting <laughs> cold usually it takes me about 10 items to get in the rhythm oh
0: do you do you have to like uh warm up your voice and do the like the uh, blah, 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 like the, the do. singer I, do you, honestly do you? i do
1: oftentimes i do i drink coffee to warm up or have a shot of whiskey sometimes depending <laughs> on the event uh, and, and then i go through my what i call my hums Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just get my. Yeah, voice there's a cadence first.
0: to it. That's like there's like it felt like almost like a country song in some ways. Like there's there's some rhythm. <laughs> it's there's supposed, some. It's
1: supposed to be pleasant to the ear. Interesting. So, anyway, Ooh, thank you for putting right. me on the spot, D.
0: Yeah, I love it. Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take that, Pat, and we're gonna we're gonna fold that into our conversation because I I wonder if 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 there is something that that the rest of us can borrow. So the rest of us, let's just say we're we're in the world of business, or maybe we're just influencing our family, but you said it has to be pleasant to the year. There is a rhythm. There is, and we're selling, we're moving people to make choices. Like Pat, make a parallel for me. What do you see? How is this similar to selling? It's real estate or family. You pick any lane to run down. Where does, where does how should we all be like an auctioneer?
1: Consistency, consistency and and keep going. Uh, and, and, and I'm going to tell you the key. There's no dead time. There's absolutely zero dead time. Uh, Dead time at an auction is bad. Dead time in your business is bad. Now, there's points of recharging. Do not misconstrue what I'm saying, but recharging is not dead time. Self-investment is not dead time, okay? You just can't have that. You can't have that joyous success on completing a deal, and because you feel so good, you're going to take a month off because then your pipeline is you're starting over all the time. You can't start over all the time. I hate starting over. You got to get that fluidity into it and keep mm.
0: pushing. Mm. That the big makes sense. Yeah, it's called momentum. And so like what we heard was like a verbalization yeah. of momentum and it just kind of keeps people pushing. And the truth of it is, is like, it, like when you're saying that, Pat, I'm like, I'm relating this to like a rhythm of life, right? That when we're connected to our song, we're connected with our rhythm. It's like there's a momentum in us and it's almost like, when we um when it's off like there's a certain speed and cadence like if you were double that speed it wouldn't have worked if you're half that speed it wouldn't have worked but okay, it's let like me there's elab- a can i
1: elaborate yeah, that yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point depending on the auction i do my chant changes okay because you have a different audience
0: bring me to a different di- uh, different audience pat
1: okay so let and i'll explain this more but let's let's pick it up here all right got a nice green set of yearling steers weighing 855 pounds somebody give me 8010 80 10 80 twenty 80 30 80 40 80 50 80 60 80 70 80 80 and a 90 and a one 891 down two down two on them and down three dollars here sold them 82.50, put them on 72 on three 72 on three open the gate let them out let's roll next item here got a nice green set of half of dolls, 90 dollars you know sold those guys that go to, let's say, livestock auctions, for example, they go three or four days a week. So they hear all kinds of auctioneers. They got all kinds of cattle, when we talk cattle, it's Ed, to sell. Okay, but you go to an estate auction and you got somebody that maybe attends an auction twice in their life, you have to slow it down. Somebody give me a dollar. Dollar two. dollar two. Three dollars where? Three dollars now. $4, four. Four. Donnie, you're out. Now five, ma'am. You're not listening. Five dollars. Um... You know, so you really got to know your crowd and what if they've wow. been to an auction or not been to an auction, stuff like that.
0: Hold up. So and have you so, ever been to an
1: automobile auction, Don? No. Where they nope. run four lanes of cars. Okay, them guys are kind of like livestock auctioners. They roll, and I mean, they don't mess around. It's it's you know ten thousand, ten thousand one, ten two, ten three, ten four on them now, ten four, ten five sold it to tee, ten four. Next car right here, ten. 10,000 yeah, again, couple. now I'm on. You know, it's just boom, 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 boom,
0: boom. So, but it's almost like you are, you're calibrating to the proficiency of your audience. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's interesting because Pat, one of the things like, as you know, like, you know, my, my history as a sales coach slash salesperson slash sales manager slash actually teacher and father and, you know, as a coach, it's like the one thing that most people don't take the time to do is know their audience and calibrate with them. And if you're, if you're, if you're treating an audience like they're here, but they're here, you're going to miss them. If you're treating them like they're here, but they're here, you're going to miss them. And so being able to like, I love this, uh, this, this is the unexpected blessing and gift of the auctioneer, right. In, in, in calibration, right. Knowing your audience, calibrate your message and, and like know where they're at, use their language, go their speed. Uh, that's powerful, dude. I love it. Once you know
1: your audience, you're good. That takes out 90% of the scare
0: in the world. Yeah. By the way, um, going back to when you said get back with your center of influence, right? And the people who are covered and they're scared. Yep. Right? And if we can, can you maybe give me like, like there's like, when we're dealing with our center of influence, rather like rather than um, brand new people, now brand new people, you don't know if you're going fast or you're going slow, but like, can't we like, how, how would you, like calibration with our, our, our past clients or our centers of influence it's it should be something we could guess right or or, or know and step into it.
1: well once you know your audience now you have to be that expert to that audience right and for example in my industry for example if you know the market and you know the data that comes down there and you can slice and dice market up with numbers however you want to portray what's going on The main thing is to find the trend. Once you find the trend, because everybody wants the trend in the industry world Mm. of real estate, um, then now you're seen as the expert, you know? And so Mm. that's when you get the trust, that's when you get the reliability. And all those conversations can flow down to specifics for each one of your spheres or client or customer or whatever it could be. So that's how I train here. And the old saying is true. Uh, knowledge leads to wisdom. Wisdom leads to to light. You know, it just Love it's it. what it is.
0: That's good. Pat, I want to I want to I'm going to jump over into something that might have some similarities, but uh, I, I I've known you for a little while, and I see something different here, and I'm wondering if you might be able to kind of like you do with your with your people during the power sessions, where you kind of remove. You help people to take the easy track and not the not the bumpy road to get there. Time management, and I, I remember when we first met, you're like, um, you know, I, I come home late. I, you know, I zip home so I can so I can see the girls. You had little 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 girls, all, just two little girls at that time. Yeah. Uh, zip home so I can see the girls, have a quick dinner, I zip back into the office, and I'm there for another few hours. And sometimes when I'm here, I'm thinking about being there, and sometimes when I'm there, I'm thinking about being here. And I think that's actually the hamster wheel that a lot of top producers and business owners we kind of put ourselves onto because we think we have to be there, but that's not how your life is is looking right now. And, and I want to that's know right. if you can, if you can give any wisdom or, or shortcuts or insight, or I don't know, what did you do? Cause like maybe tell us how it looks now and how'd you get there?
1: Donnie, when we first got hooked up, you know how scatterbrained I was, you know, I'm doing all these transactions, all these people and in our market, you know, that's why they call it units or volume. We do more units than volume compared to everybody else because our numbers, you know, what we sell is not
0: yeah. something, we, something and, in
1: San Francisco, okay. But
0: that and to clarify, said, a lot of people. To clarify with the audience, like we were connected, we met each other through a coaching relationship. Yeah. Someone said Pat needs a coach. Pat said I need a coach, and then Donnie said I am a coach, and we we connected together, and it was it's been you know love at first sight so to speak. But anyway, so we we got there, and I just wanted to kind of give some context to that so keep going sorry
1: i was uh, very scatterbrained i was more of a reactionary to what was going on and wasn't and i was getting business done that was never a problem but it was about killing me half to death i had no life it was work work home whenever i can make it home you know seven days a week just go fast and furious now i'm a type of guy that loves chaos i thrive <laughs> in that type of stuff but not everybody does however As I'm getting older, I'm learning that the sun does come up the next day. But more importantly, I figured out how to focus on um, uh, what I would like to call income-producing activities, okay, and purge the stuff that is a bogger. Like
0: what? Like what's an example of some of that stuff that might need to be purged or might that you did purge? uh,
1: First, you got to recognize where you're spending your time, right? You got to do an allocation of time, and that's what I had to do. And I'm thinking, well, geez, why am I doing this? You know, let's, what's this gotten me, or what has it returned for me, as a business perspective? Okay, uh, if I could take out from here and put over here to family, or put into more investment time for myself, that's where I reallocated, and that's what hmm. I looked at there. Now, that's a hard thing to do because you have to look at yourself in the mirror to do it, okay? And you really have to determine what is really important to you. And uh, wants and needs have to be separated. So once I started doing that, I I, I focused on investing in myself a lot. And that's where I'm going this year with myself. There's some things I've always wanted to do. And I give myself that permission, Donnie. I was the Mm. type of guy that would never give myself permission. No was not in my vocabulary and it affected me. It affected mm. my personal life, it affected my mental health, and it affected my physical health. So I had to make those decisions to get back in the game uh, correctly. And it's so, okay so how- to say no, but let's do this later. I can figure out this time. Or uh, source that out. You know, I had a hard time sourcing out, but becoming an owner, I had to learn how to source out uh, and forget the micromanagement type of thing. <laughs> Surround yourself so I heard with you- good people and let them go.
0: I heard you say that you, um, that you, you had to give yourself permission. Yeah. Um, You had, well, it sounds like you took a time log. You had to give yourself permission. You had to uh, delegate, it sounds like, or or give some things to other people. And then, um, and the other one was knowing that the sun comes up tomorrow. That's the, if, if I, if, if you were to talk to another person is exactly where you were at. Right. Where scattered. And let's just let's just let's just say uh, and I think there are other people who are out there who are kind of servant-minded and we put the needs of others before ourselves. I think that was a, that's a part of it too because I know that yes. you're not the you got to where you're at because you didn't let any details fall through the cracks. Um so you're very thorough. So but what would what would you tell again another servant-minded person, another person who puts other people first and maybe they're maybe they're where you were? you know, when when you were back in that frantic stage, what would would you tell them?
1: Take the gear shifter and pull it back two gears and then see what's around you. Start seeing what's around you. Pay attention to what's going on around you. And then take that information and go from there. Listen before you speak, before the action comes. Um, But uh, self-diagnosis is tough. Nobody wants to do it. And society's kind of pushed us in a way of it's everybody else's problem, and that's not true. You are the Mm. only one that's in control of your own happiness. Mm. And I've learned that the hard way.
0: Love it. Books that you would recommend for people who might be struggling with any of this? I remember there was one that you had that was a favorite.
1: Thank you to Donnie. He got me back onto reading, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Let's just be honest with each other. And I and I'm an avid reader, but I quit. Now I'm back on it, and I got like eight books open at one time. It just depends on my mood when I lay down what I want to read. So this has been great. Um, Self from anywhere was a good book, and that was yours truly. You're staring at him right in the screen. Yeah, I'll take that, that one. Donnie wrote that was good. That was good for my staff to kind of see that that is okay to give yourself permission to do that, and provided a lot of good insight. On how to get started and how to do it that was good uh recreationally um there's i am a world war ii kind of guy um uh, cowboy and indian but a uh, crazy horse by mary sandos there's all kinds of books out there on crazy horse but in particular the one i've enjoyed was by mary sandos she was a nebraska girl her family kind of had cattle up in that area at the end of the, the indian wars up there and so kind of knew a lot about crazy horse because that last band kept coming on to their ranch, that and they were they befriended them, okay? And so she tells of those experiences. Uh, but that was good, and I seen a total different perspective with with that, which I learned from, but which got me into more things about Wyoming and other things, by the way, I love Wyoming. Wyoming's one of my favorite states. The plus of history knowledge there. But anymore, I'll kind of read anything. I'm reading some monetary policy right now, books. Uh, the rise of America, that's good, by the way, uh, just kind of tells you what's happened since, uh, you know, the start of the Federal Reserve and after World War Two and how Congress and the Fed Reserve kind of maybe uh, kind of do some shaky stuff <laughs> a little bit. But uh, you, you need to be aware about it uh, on account of a taxpaying citizen of this great United States.
0: Love it. Love it. Yeah. And and I think what a great example. Uh, right. If you're going to lead people, um, you are you're going to want to you gotta lead by example, right? And if we want to be earners, we've got to be learners. And it, just, it, it, it does something when you're growth minded. And it doesn't always have to be related to work. I, I would say that yes. one of the permissions I've seen you take yes. that actually I think has helped more than anything is to give yourself permission to do something that might not necessarily be the thing that, that creates wealth or money. It's just like, well, I'm just gonna create because I'm gonna create or I'm gonna do this because I'm a dad. Or I'm gonna do this because I like Wyoming or whatever, and you just that's like how like that's how living I think is done. And I've watched you do a whole lot of that. A whole lot of that. Take the more me the you uh, live the
1: mo- less you die. Just do it in the <laughs> right way.
0: Woo, that's good um i i want to hear there, there are so many people out pat out there pat and we're we're gonna we're gonna end we're gonna end with maybe some encouragement to people who are looking at change and they're looking at it from the place of like oh god changes i i don't know what to expect and it's gonna be bad and um oh whatever though the housing like and you live in one of the markets it's the tip of the spear right and so just talk to us about change and in in what you see and in how we, how, how maybe we can use that to our advantage? Uh,
1: you know, with change, there is a lot of possibility. There's a lot of new things that can come out and new things that you can thrive from. And I'm finding that out just recently. But you have to acknowledge that the change is here, okay? Just simply acknowledge that. Get with a colleague that you trust, maybe one of your spheres, maybe it's your wife who's your best buddy, whatever. You're sitting in the goose blind and you just talk about it. Lay it out, talk about it, that you can flow with free conversation. That is step one. That acknowledgement is huge. It's what I've done here. I've done it ever since I've been a business owner, but particularly lately. I've acknowledged it to my to my staff and my my agents. You know, 2023, I called it my last session was survival of twenty twenty-three. And I brought forth my worries, I brought forth my concerns, and it wasn't necessarily theirs their concerns, but together we heard everybody's concern and I think it brought different perspective for everybody to tackle it. okay? And that's that, that, that I think is the biggest thing going forward with somebody acknowledging and, and get get a plan. Don't stop. Don't hmm. stop.
0: Love keep it any plan forward and
1: figure out what that with that change, what is the next step? And keep it small. I mean, everybody's got this grandioso stuff in their head and it bogs you down and origin worries you in, and and oftentimes you know, you and I, Donnie, have talked about this. You never start. You know, you yeah. miss hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So don't be afraid to miss the shot, man.
0: Boy, small action is I think the superior one because you can do it and it's yep. you don't put up resistance to a small action, right? Yep. You'll do one push up, but if I told you to do a thousand, you'd probably find a way to put that off, right? Or even fifty. Yeah.
1: That's right. Yeah. And folks, I just want to disclose to you that one of the things that I've always told Donnie is I've been told no all my life, whether it be my parents, whether it was dating, you know, women told me no all the time. So <laughs> no is okay. Yeah, I ain't. It's no surprise to me. Okay. So I've learned to be able to just take that no and try to spin it to a yes somehow in a way that's, you know, good for everybody. But, you know, that can be manipulative in some cases, but I don't do that but you got to no knows you got to be able to take that word no.
0: Patrick Slack, you are a force of encouragement, positivity, powerful knowledge and uh man you're you're doing some good things on the face of the planet, my friend. So, thank you so much for hanging out with us. I know that whoever listens is going to pick up some good things.
1: Stay positive. Just stay positive day by day.
0: All right, so I'm going to do my beginning now. Ready? And I probably should have thought about this before. Um, So this interview with Pat Slack is going to be awesome. You're going to love it. Uh, Pat Slack is the agency owner of Century 21 Midlands in Kearney, Nebraska. A few years ago, he was a real estate agent and he decided to, you know, there's an opportunity to buy out. Um, an agency, and so he did. And you know, he has uh, probably about a dozen agents that sell commercial and residential real estate. And they are not just the up and comers, but they're 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 really kind of becoming the, the 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 group to beat in his area of Kearney, Nebraska. He's a top producer and always has been perennially in the state of Nebraska. And he's going to be sharing some uh, some perspective on real estate, on cadence, and how how uh, how being an auctioneer helps you to connect with people a little bit better that you, you'll want to hear that. That was probably my, my favorite part of the interview. And, um, you know, just ways that you can structure your time so that your life and your business can become one thing that aren't fighting each other. So you'll want to listen to this one and, uh, and you'll want to, you'll want to hear from the wisdom
1: of Pat.